Alright, hey everybody, this is John coming at you once again with some of the trending articles in the crypto news space. As always, off the top, thanks to all those who've hit that lovely subscribe button, wherever it happens to be, wherever you're finding this, I really do appreciate it. And as always, link down in the description, check it out, you can follow it to check out all the articles we've discussed. Very important thing to do, gotta do your own research. I'm just a human being, and uh, so is everyone else, so you might want to uh, take a look at things for yourselves, because we get things wrong from time to time. But hey, without further ado, let's jump right on in, talking about old, good old urine finance. Oh man, God, it's been just destroying. But there is this new YF link. It's a fork of Yearn.Finance's protocol that has recorded a gain of a thousand percent just over a week. Analysts are predicting this extension could actually compete with Wi-Fi. So, uh, you might call Andre Crony the King Midas of the Ethereum DeFi sector, the creator of Yearn.Finance's protocol, announced the release of the governance Woken for that protocol a few months ago, and then since that point in time, the Wi-Fi token has seen a almost one million dollar price per. I'm sorry, one million percent increase. Uh, he is quoted as of saying, "This is a worthless token." I love it. Um, however, new product called YF Link based on the mechanism invented by him, could eclipse this rally. It's pretty interesting. Uh, so what in the world is YFLink? Well, according to a publication by its creators, YFLink is a product that, as mentioned, was created by forking the urine contract created by Crone. The creators modified the contract so users can provide liquidity with Link instead of the Curve protocol. And when we're talking about Link, that's the type of link we're talking about. So, thus, users making profits directly from their link funds are rewarded with the YFL governance token. This token was originally going to have a total supply of just 85,000 uh, with six liquidity pools. According to the team behind YF Link, Four of those groups have already exhausted their rewards, therefore users can still delegate funds but will not receive YFL as a reward at the moment. So ah yeah, it's already gone. So in addition, the team behind has YFL announced the new product link swap. Uh, so it's a community managed automatic market maker, just like Uniswap and uh Good old sushi swap, well, brand new sushi swap. They're popping up everywhere. But it's focused on the safety and value for the link community. In other words, the product is built to optimize users' gas usage and protect them against impermanent losses. The product will have a target transaction fee of 0.25% and will provide liquidity for tokens paired against link. That's not too bad. Uh, a lot of this article was. Uh, created off the statements of one Josh Rager, and he's not the only analyst who expects the YFL price to continue to rise dramatically. Uh, Cantering Clark, co-founder of Blackroot, said a $10,000 price point would come as no surprise as 
to him and give him the limited supply of the token. So freaking why earn spin-off is gonna probably eclipse it. I just you gotta love the crypto space. There's something insane that happens every minute of every day, and I honestly don't know when it's gonna end. So that does it for our Wi-Fi YFL talk of the day. Let's hop over. Ave is getting their eye on some interesting stuff. So decentralized lending protocol Ave is getting into the business of tokenizing the most expensive purchase of most people's lives. You guessed it. It's not a lawyer for your divorce. It's your mortgage. Specifically, Ave announced yesterday that it's working with Realty, a company devoted to the tokenization of real estate to let people stake their tokenized real estate as collateral to take out loans. Ah, uh, yes, everyone's favorite, loans. Uh, tokenizing real estate is nothing new. Instead of buying a whole house, which is, if you don't know, really freaking expensive, users can buy shares in houses. These tokenized houses can be traded in Uniswap and anyone can buy a piece of property. Aw, everyone gets a little bit of that American dream that's currently dying a slow, slow death in the corner. So Florida-based Realty has taken things one step further. In addition to letting people buy these tokenized shares in houses, it wants to let people use Aave's decentralized lending protocol, uh, which currently supports a lending market worth about $1.7 billion uh, to stake these real estate tokens as collateral for loans. So if you want to pay for a bag of chips, you could stake your Realty tokens, you know, which represent your equity in a home, as collateral for that dollar you need. Then when your next paycheck comes in, you can pay it back and get your equity. Uh, so think about it. You just paid off your entire mortgage. Lucky you. Then what? Uh, you won't make any money from the house until you sell it or rent it out, but if you tokenize a portion of it, then you can lend out shares of it on Aave to take out loans of USD stablecoins. But the uh, question is going to be, why would you want to buy that bag of chips? Uh, so the difference here is that equity is fungible, meaning changeable, and it can be traded on secondary markets. These, The value of these realty tokens will be determined by Chainlink, everyone's favorite decentralized oracle service just a few times a year now if you think something about this seems kind of weird uh <laughs> you're not the only one DeFi is pretty darn new and ave only really got off the ground at the start of the year uh, but in its thirst for innovation the space is rife with bugs and vulnerabilities and unresolved questions like uh what happens if you don't pay back a $5 loan? Does someone collect your house? Uh, what if someone hacks Ave or steals your private keys? <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. Or lends your, out your house to get a flash loan? I mean, it's, it's a lot. Um, I am ready for the tokenization of real estate. I don't know if I'm ready for tokenized real estate on DeFi <laughs> yet, but... Uh, Apparently, in for a penny, in for a pound, you know? But hey, hopping on over, uh, Bitcoin Cash. Uh, just, ugh. 
So over the, we got to talk about this potential hard fork incoming for Bitcoin Cash. So for the past few weeks, a disagreement with Bitcoin within the Bitcoin Cash community has escalated, culminating in the threat of another hard fork. Roger Ver, one of the leading figures of Bitcoin Cash, wrote via Twitter, the chief developer of Bitcoin ABC, Amory Serche, will conduct a Bitcoin Cash hard fork on November 15th. 2020 um roger ver is pretty much like yeah good luck with that uh however this isn't the whole story as in the past there's a dispute within the bitcoin cash community about whose blockchain may claim the bitcoin cash brand and ticker symbol bch after said fork of course bitcoin abc development team by Omri serche is uh kind of wanting to keep that uh, so they're going to be a bit of a fight, but uh, why? So this alleged fight, uh, it's an update proposal for Bitcoin Cash announced about a month ago for November 15th. Among the changes, Sir Shea and his development team will introduce a new quote-unquote Coinbase rule. It provides that 8% of the mined Bitcoin Cash will be redirected to Bitcoin ABC to finance protocol development. I actually uh, kind of agree with Roger Bear on this one. Uh, he doesn't really like that. Now, if they wanted to change it to like a treasury program, that 8% went to a treasury that then the network could vote on who gets it, that might be a better way to do it. In fact, that's what Cardano's going to be doing. Hey. But, however, the camp around Bitcoin Cash's most famous evangelist, good old Roger Ver, uh, and the client implementation of the Bitcoin Cash node is against the implementation of this. Um, unfortunately, Bitcoin ABC does actually make up a large portion of the nodes on the Bitcoin Cash network, so there is a chance they'll do it. However, the other largest holder, Bitcoin Unlimited, seems to be siding with BCH and the uh, Bitcoin Cash node project. Doing so will give them the majority. So, um, it would force the hard fork if so. It's kind of weird. And uh, ironically, or typically, if you ask me, November 15th, the day that this potential hard fork could happen, would be the same day, two years prior, that the Bitcoin SV hard fork took place. Um, yeah, the alt Bitcoin continues to fracture. Who'd have thunk it? Who would have thought it? I know I totally did. I don't know about you guys. Not been a big fan of Bitcoin Cash, or especially not a big fan of Bitcoin SV. They're trading on the Bitcoin name. They're trying to force their own agendas, and the communities are kind of eating themselves. Sorry if you like either Bitcoin Cash or Bitcoin SV. I, I don't. Bitcoin is Bitcoin is Bitcoin, and anything else is just a cheap imitation. Hey! So that'll do that for me. Let's hop on over. Ah, just a quick little update for number four. So Fortune's top 40 under 40. Uh, it's a fairly prestigious list to make, and it's actually got a couple of names that we should know about. So they 
picked out a number of individuals deemed as most influential for the year of 2020, listing 40 different names across five separate sectors. Binance.us CEO Catherine Cooley and eToro CEO Yanni Asia found their names on the list, published on September the 2nd under the finance section. Good for them. Uh, Diogo Monica, president and co-founder of cryptocurrency custody platform Anchorage, also made the list, and backed president Adam White took the number one spot on the finance list. So uh, if you're thinking about that, we're talking about... Um, 40 names across five categories. It's about eight names a category, and five of the finance names are crypto-related names. I'll give you a second to kind of process that, because that's huge. It's really showing that the institutions are getting behind the blockchain future. It's just another sign that we're here to stay and we're here to grow, and we're here to hopefully get moderately wealthy. The American dream. All right. But hey, uh, congrats to those four names that I just listed. Was it five? Was it four? Oh my goodness. It's getting late, early, whatever time you want to make it. But for uh, have, making up the finance category, half of the names, the crypto-related names, is pretty freaking cool. All right, well, hey, halfway there. Let's keep on going. So, yeah, hopping on over Monero. We got a little bit of uh, troubling news for them. So, in a press release, crypto intelligent company CypherTrace has announced that it successfully developed quote-unquote tools to track Monero transactions. This tool was developed as part of a contract between the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, uh, or the DHS, through its DHS Science and Technology Directorate branch. So yeah, the tools, as CypherTrace claims, will now become part of its financial investigation product known as CypherTrace's Inspector. Uh, this provides ways to track stolen Monero currencies or Monero used in illegal transactions. It also helps assure cryptocurrency exchanges, over-the-counter trading desks, investment funds, and custody partners that they, if, that they do not accept Monero from illicit sources and investigate Monero received from potentially illicit sources and take appropriate actions to stay in compliance. Interesting, interesting. So... Monero has been, in the past, rated by international agencies such as Europol as one of the few cryptos whose transactions are untraceable. Uh, this has continued to be a friction point for a lot of governments and exchanges. They do not like it. Uh, I like it. I think there's a place for it in this world. Unfortunately... Uh, it's going to always be kind of a negative thing. And now CypherTrace is saying that they've cracked it. So the advance of CypherTrace is the result of an investment made by the U.S. government to try to de-anonymize coins like Monero. Uh, a lot of data provided by the intelligent firm says that 45% of all transactions on the darknet are paid for in Monero. It makes sense, since it's one of the most privacy-oriented cryptocurrencies. Uh, however, there's some skepticism in the crypto community. After the announcement, users have questioned the traceability tool and its capabilities. Uh, 
one person, the Reddit, you body an anarchist, almost said antichrist. <laughs> well, yeah, same thing. Um, but he's saying, no, they can't track it in a, any sense qualitatively, like Bitcoin, uh, which are 99% open book. At best, they have a very small subset of outputs that have some statistical probability of correlation. Um, even if they can track it, once Monero figures out how it's being tracked, it will then update itself to then remain untrackable, and then CypherTrace will have to find a new exploit, and it's just going to continue like that. There's always going to be someone who's cracked the code, and Monero is going to change the code. And if it's not Monero, it'll become another privacy coin that does this. It's, it is the circle of life, and we are all just trapped watching it. That's all it is. Still, though, this could mean in the short to midterm, Monero is traceable. It's not going to affect probably any of us. Definitely not going to affect myself. I don't have any Monero. But it uh, definitely spells something for the crypto community at, at large, if in just as much that it makes things just a little bit more transparent when we all like a little bit of fog. So, uh, researchers are calling this new malware oh, a triple threat for crypto users. So, cybersecurity experts at ESET published an in-depth study about a new malware named Crypto Cubal, Sybil? Crypto Sybil? Yeah, we'll say that. This exploit specifically targets Windows users with three methods of attack, including installing a crypto mining app, directly stealing crypto wallet files, and replacing copy-pasted wallet addresses as a means to hijack individual transactions. It's quite, uh, quite robust. The malware's original incarnation appeared on December of 2018. At the time, it was merely a Monero mining utility that had quietly harvested user systems resources to generate the currency. By February of 2019, Crypto Sybil had evolved to include ways to exfiltrate crypto wallet files from victim machines, and since then the malware has added a third dimension to its attack base, the inclusion of Kapow Miner, an application that mines Ethereum. So it's now a triple threat, everyone's worst nightmare. So just a little heads up, keep an eye on things, don't download things. Um, uh, ESET telemetry revealed that victims have been actively downloading the infected torrent files which contain, which contain Crypto Sybil on a file sharing site named ULaws. Most appear to be located in the Czech Republic or Slovakia, so we're probably okay here in the United States. But again, guys, don't be too careful and don't be downloading things from untrustworthy sources. That's how you get the virus, and that's the last thing you want. Uh, hey, to round things out for the night, uh, we've talked about Acon, Acoin, and Acon City prior on this channel, but I did want to touch on it again. So Acon City, also referred to as Real Life Wakanda, uh, may uh, Chadwick Boseman rest in peace. Ah, good guy, too soon. So. It will begin construction early of 2021, uh, said the popular singer, producer, and mastermind behind the project, good old Akon. 
he even hinted at plans of franchising the concept to other nations in Africa. Getting a little ahead of himself, if you ask me, but be that as it may. Uh, initially announced back in 2018, Akon City gained mass attention because of its revolutionary idea to be a smart city running entirely on renewable energy and powered by Akon's own cryptocurrency, Acoin. I don't know about powering it with Acoin, but uh, a city developed from the ground up with smart technology uh, in mind, I think could be hugely, hugely, hugely successful, especially if done right. Uh, although project critics quickly dismantled the idea, claiming the celebrity is just attempting to draw attention to himself, that's fair. Uh, the futuristic city started to materialize when KE International secured a contract for $6 billion to build the project. The U.S.-based firm noted at the time that the two phases should be completed by 2029. Uh, the Senegalese-American R&B singer doubled down on his real-life Wakanda city description as he hoped it would serve as a home back home option for Africans living outside of the continent. Uh, he also noted that the project could provide much needed jobs for local and attract many tourists on completion. I mean, if it's successful, I'd be interested in checking it out. It uh, definitely has an interesting design. Uh, some of the surrealist designs for the city were inspired by traditional African architecture, but will most probably be made up of metal and glass. Most Definitely. What else are you going to make it out of? Maybe there'll be, there'll be some concrete in there, too. Don't forget that. God. What are they going to do? Build it with mud and sticks? Jesus. Okay. Um, planned hotel within the city. There'll probably be many. Uh, will feature rooms decorated for each of the 54 countries in Africa. Uh, some of the revealed features of Akon City include a seaside resort, a tech hub, recording studios, and even a zone called Senawood, which could boost the country's film industry. Um, yeah, cool. I'd be real interested to see if this works. Being powered by cryptocurrency makes it worth talking about, and it's definitely something I'd be interested to visit if it ever is completed. But hey, it's time to round things out. There was a definite definite dip in the cryptocurrency market but as of recording this things are ticking back up though still down from where they were at the start of the day bitcoin's down four percent ethereum is down five and a half xrp's down almost eight percent we've got a new guy at number five good old polka dot coin market caps finally added it in it must mean their main net is Pretty near, if not here already. They're only down 3% on the day. Chainlink's down 9%. Eesh. Bitcoin Cash is down 8 Litecoin is down 7 Binance Coin is surprisingly flat. Uh, and Crypto.com Coin is down 2.8%. Kicking Bitcoin SV out of the top 10. Get that trash out of here. Sorry. Um... Cardano's down 7%, EOS is down 9%, Tron was up in the 20 up 20 some percent earlier cuz everything going on with it right now, it's only up 8%, but it's maintained its gains relatively well even considering the downturn in the market. It is a pretty red red time. Hopefully by the time you're hearing this, it's not so red, but uh 
like we've always said before what goes up can come down don't worry we'll be back on top soon enough uh, but that'll do it for me today. Thanks for listening. If you've made it to this point, you should probably subscribe. That way you can uh, hear me more often. And yeah, links down in the description. Check out that description. Uh, see if any of those articles are things you want to talk about or read on. Um, yeah, do your own research. That's really all I can say. But that will do it for me. My name is John, and thanks for listening again. Peace.